Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Long Pond. Oh my God, I'm gonna get this eventually. <laughs> that was so embarrassing. This is like one more time. Take two. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the, another episode of the Long Podcast Studio Sessions. I'm your host, Dylan Mark Murphy, and I am joined with a sweetheart who goes by the name of Haley, not the same Haley from last season. I'm realizing now using first names is going to get a little confusing, Um, but we'll put the at in the description. You can figure out that it's not the same person. (laughs) We're going to have like a hundred Haley's on here, Um, but we're here today to talk about you belong with me. Um, Haley, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, you guys. It's Haley. Um, I'm 23. Um, I've been a Swifty since actually fearless like came out because I heard you belong with me on the radio and I was like I'm set this is who I need to be following um so like 2009 um and my favorite album is folklore set that in stone recently I love um yeah so I don't know that's That's just I love the vibe it gives um it came out in like the most prominent time for my for me in my life it was perfect so That's what I'm sticking with now. Ask me six months from now and we'll see if it changes. Awesome. I love that. And I love that You Belong With Me was the song that set you on the path to be a Swifty. So this is the perfect episode for you. Yes. Awesome. I knew that it was going to be rather popular. You know, some people, every Swifty knows the song. Every non-Swifty knows this song. It is just a a banger to extremes. Um, So I'm so excited to hear your thoughts about it. we're going to jump right in and get to know a little bit about Haley and then figure out why You Belong With Me is one of her favorite songs. So let's kick it off. Why is You Belong With Me one of your favorite Taylor Swift songs? I feel like, so like I said, it was the first song I heard of Taylor's. So it's like ingrained in my brain for life. Like I'll never forget the first time I heard it. I was actually with my older sister And I don't know what we were doing. We were just like in the car and it came on the radio and I was like, I need to listen to every song that this girl has out right now. And I just remember asking my sister, like, who is this? She's like Taylor Swift. And she actually had like gotten the debut CD signed. Like when Taylor went to like Walmart, like a friend got it for her. That's like, that's like early, early Taylor Swift. I know. And so she like told me about it. I was like, oh my God, so I need to get into this. (laughs) Um, And it like introduced me to like the entire world. And then since then, like I've been following along with it. Um, And then I actually learned, I started learning how to play acoustic guitar like three years ago. And it's the first song I ever learned on acoustic guitar. So it's like, I got a lot of like firsts for me. Like it's just, yeah, it's just yeah. been involved in my life. Definitely. <laughs> for so long. I love that. Nostalgia <laughs> is definitely such a huge factor with a lot of like the yeah. songs on this album, but specifically mm-hmm. the singles. Like, yeah, like you can look back at like fourth or fifth grade and be like, oh, I heard this on the bus while we were on a field trip kind yeah. of thing. And yeah. Like I'll never forget when I first heard it. Like, I think I was, me and my sister were picking up my brother from like drum practice. Like it's ingrained, like every inch of that memory is just like stuck with me. I love that. I love that. And nostalgia is enough to like a song in general, but it definitely plays, it definitely plays a huge part in why we enjoy it, obviously. Um, This song, I feel like it has a lot of interpretations in general. Obviously Mm -hmm. it's a very romantic kind of like, what's the word? Like, 
pining kind of yeah. song and you know like you want someone to you know love you and whatnot so it's very yeah. obvious interpretation of it i'm curious what is this song interpreting uh, interpretation wise what does this song mean yeah. to you so I am a big reader. I've been, I'm on book talk. It's really bad. Like, and so I have read a lot of romance and I've read romance from like years before TikTok was like super big. But now, like when I hear the song, I relate it to like friends to lovers romance. Totally. Like, yeah, that seems like the obvious, like you said, like the obvious way to describe it. But I feel like I can't see it any other way because it's so iconic in that way of like, cheesy kind of romance that like you said the pining and like especially with the music video I think it just like hits that like super hard like that narrative and because that was such an iconic music video and like everybody's seen it like Swifties and non-Swifties like people have seen that video so it just I feel like that's like my only way I've seen it and then like I relate it to like like I said like my start as a Swiftie so I just interpret it as like the beginning of my like Swifty era, I guess. <laughs> like, so yeah, if that makes sense. Like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, makes it sense. feels like I'm reading a book in Definitely. like a weird way, like a slow, like friends to lovers, like pining Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And obviously, it's very, that's like her, you know, what sets her apart from other people yeah. is the storytelling. Like, you feel like you're yeah. reading a book. And I don't know, I've like, it's interesting to see how much that develops, obviously, but yeah. she progressively gets better at it. And then you go from like, you belong with me to right where you left me, which is yeah a full on sure. story. Oh like, my God, yeah, that's crazy. Crazy yeah. to think about. Yeah. It. yeah. Like you said too, like, I feel like this song too is like, oh, I just choked. Oh no, <laughs> please. <laughs> What's um, the next episode? <laughs> <laughs> but... I think, like you said, like right where you left me came later, but I think this introduces like her writing style as like a baby, like a little baby fetus Taylor. And like, I don't like, especially with Lover, like the album, I think this is like a toe dip into like that in a way, like if that makes sense. Um, It's the first song I feel like you see where it's truly like straight, like, I love you and we're meant to be um, together, like not super like sad or like a sad twist on it. It's like the first song that's like upbeat, like we are meant to be, that's it, period. Period. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're right. And I I talked about this a little bit in a different episode, but this episode, uh, this this song specifically, the way that the title is phrased, which is, you know, you belong with me, it feels like obviously it's it's a pining song but it's also yeah. one of those songs it's like like I know that I am better for you than yeah. whatever you've got going on here girl in yeah. red dress with brunette hair that, with the brunette hair and pulls up like, in the Cadillac like yeah that situation whatever's happening over there yeah. and it's interesting because you can see this the other songs that she's written where it's just like you know, like, like, Hey, Steven is the other side of this coin, because it's like, I like you. I know that other girls like you. And I, I am not, I'm not going to like, you know, get in their way as much as I like you kind of thing. So this being one of those things, this is a question I have for you, because I don't know how familiar you are with the theory of this. And since we're talking about the, 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 
brunette girl in her red dress yeah. or whatever. If you've seen like Girlfriend by Avril Lavigne, like that music video yeah. and how it's like the, the girlfriend's <laughs> perspective. <laughs> I think I've seen this theory, but like it makes sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I'm thinking back to Avril Lavigne and like how the brunette is like basically Avril Lavigne like in a way like she pulls up she's like I don't like your girlfriend like whatever I've never seen that theory but like it really does make sense it's like (laughs) that's so funny it's so interesting because I've seen people like dive deep into detail and these songs came out right next to each other so it's just so interesting to see like especially since Avril Lavigne's playing both the characters and yeah. that music video too it's like copy and paste pretty much which is imagine so- like playing the songs like over the other music videos like how that would interpret them like if you played like you oh, want with me over the other one like it would just be interesting that like that would be so weird to watch Very like it would make no sense but also it would make sense aggressive yeah. taylor swift saying that she doesn't like your girlfriend you know yeah. <laughs> i'd love to see it <laughs> I could um, not imagine Taylor's doing that like when she was like 16. Yeah. I feel like she was too nice for that. Definitely. And then, you know, the next album, you get Better Than Revenge, which is essentially right? Girlfriend by Avril Lavigne. It's like, actually, I'm not nice <laughs> at all. Surprise. Right after Enchanted and right before Innocent, which is like a... Like yeah, a, that's, like, a weird, <laughs> that's a weird spot. She's a multidimensional woman. I respect yeah. it. Um. In regards to track placement, um, Mm -hmm. this song is sandwiched between two incredibly sad songs, and it is one of the most happy, uh, fun, upbeat bops on this album. What are your thoughts on track placement? Does it make sense? Does it need to make sense? I thought about this question for days because I was like, it doesn't make sense. But then again, like I was saying, like, where does it go? And I don't think I could move it like I don't know because it's in between white horse and breed like broken heart and like I just lost someone so close to me so it's like and then it's like no you belong with me is right in the middle like that doesn't make sense to me but then I was thinking like it within track placement sometimes I feel like her track placement is supposed to like tell an entire story of like here's what happened at the beginning and here's how it is in the middle and here it is at the end but I feel like fearless as like an album is more of like a concept more than like a storyline in my eyes. Like I see it as like bliss and youth and like the, how you are as like a kid or a teen, like the feelings you get when um, you're falling in love or just like in high school, I feel very like high school, like obviously in the music video, it's like a high school setting. But it's like the bliss of young love is like the concept I feel like of this album. So I don't know if like the track placement like is key to Fearless in my eyes because I don't know where I'd move it. But like it also is so upbeat that I'm like, why is it in between these two like super sad songs? Right. (laughs) And I think the most interesting thing about the track placement of Fearless is that the first half of the album, except for White Horse, is all like they're all relatively happy songs. Like 15 is sad, but it still has such a, like a, like a happy overcome it kind of message. And then you get to the second half of the album, like breathe, tell me why you're not sorry forever and always. And she is just like going off on these guys. And it's just like, yeah. So yeah, they're upbeat, but they're still really sad, aggressive breakup songs. 
Yeah. And it's weird because it's like if you want to keep you belong with me in like the first half of like upbeat songs, it would be track five. So like it wouldn't make sense if we're keeping the track five like vibe of like sadness, then it wouldn't make sense. So it's like I don't know what her thought process was. I don't know what she does. Every time she puts out an album, she's be she puts like the most upbeat song like after track five. Mm-hmm. I think I think she just wants to like jar us or something. Like that's why I, I look at it and I'm like, honestly, if she had followed like I think about Speak Now all the time, where it's like Dear John and then like Mean follows Dear John. And yeah. I think about it and I'm like that could I, I my neck would break from the aggressive yeah. whiplash you get from that but at the same time if she had put like another like if she had followed it up with like last kiss which is another sad song I would have been like this is too much in a row I cannot yeah yeah I think she knows what she's doing I think that's like I even thought about that I was like I think that's like almost what track six as a whole is like meant to do for right. us yeah it's like emotional draining of track five and then like let me give you like a little bit of life back in you. So then you can listen to all the rest of the sad songs I have coming. Yeah, like, yeah. I feel like that's just what she's doing. What is that called? Is it like the comedic relief character where like something is. Yeah. Too so we put yes. this there. And they have to got, like sprinkle but, it in. Yeah. And then you've got like folklore where like mirror ball comes after it. And I was like, that's still a sad song. That's <laughs> still so sad. Yeah. 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 That <laughs> is the exception in this little idea I've, like thought in my head mirrorball is the exception it's it's so interesting to look at like obviously she knows what she's doing and I like sometimes you look at debut and fearless and you're like oh she just had all of these songs ready to go and I think on fearless specifically except for the title track the opener and change that the rest of it could go in just about any order and you'd be fine but I think change works so well as like a closer and fearless sets the tone for the album Yes, I agree. I think all the rest, there's, like I said, I don't think I see like a storyline. I see like a concept of like young love and like, like naiveness and learning about life. And so fearless being like the beginning is perfect. And then change, I almost see can like introduce her into like whatever is going on in my youth, like things are going to change and be better in the future. Right. So like all the stuff in the middle is just like, all these different aspects of like diary entries is almost how like I say is like things that are happening in your life doesn't matter what order they're in. It's just like what she's doing <laughs> right now. And I feel like if you look at the track list for this album, it feels like a more organized version of Red just because yeah. Red has those happy, upbeat, fun songs like We're Never Getting Back Together and 22 and Holy Ground mm-hmm. even, but then it's got like these yeah. sad songs and you get so much, obviously that's what she planned for. And she said it before. It's like the, cause you know, what is it? Like a loving him with bread. Right yeah. 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 You're getting like, like love is never like a linear thing. Yeah. You're going just up and down, up and down the whole time. And like fearless does that in the sense where it's like the first half is up and then you come down yeah. and then we go up just a little bit at the end with, yeah. <laughs> and, but like otherwise, maybe we're starting to track back up. <laughs> right. And it sets you, I feel like change kind of sets you up relatively well for speak now, obviously it's yeah. like, like that's interpretation. Obviously it's not one of those, like she planned that. I don't know. I yeah. I'm not Taylor Swift, so I can't say, yeah. um, but she definitely, it definitely sets you up for it, especially since change is like, we're going to let go of everything that has happened and we're going to yeah. start new and speak now and ch- 
fearless are just so drastically different already. Yeah. Yeah. So things definitely did change. Yes. Um, um, okay. Back to you belong with me. I love that we had a full detailed conversation about that though, because I love it. I've been dying to just dive into track placement in general. So thank you. Yes. I never, nobody wants to listen to me ever. So (laughs) I am, I'm enthralled by, by, by this opinion. So thank you very much. Um, okay. Back to you belong with me though, because I know that someone here is listening to, or just you belong (laughs) with me. Um, my question is, do you think that this song would work well on any other album? This obviously is open to a sonic, sonically, like instrumentally, and then lyrically, what are your thoughts? I feel like I thought about this and I was like, the only place, like I could, it's so happy. Like, it's like, it's like, I belong with you and I know that you belong with me. Like, there's no other options here. Like stop, you know, going for other people, like whatever. And I feel like it could fit on Lover, but then it couldn't. Okay. Like, I don't know. The only reason I said Lover is because of just the concept of love in general. I think this is just such like, that's like the most like, that's like the foundation of this song, I guess. And like kind of the foundation of Lover. And then I'm like, but it it's too, it's still like got too country in it. So for me, it's like, I couldn't see on Lover all at the same time. It's like, you would have to change the whole like production. I feel like if you wanted to put it on Lover for it to make sense. Yeah. But like, if you just take the basis of like the lyrics, like I feel like they could fit. But I wouldn't want it to fit on Lover, if that makes sense. Like, I can, it's, like I said, it's just so, like, young. Mm-hmm. And it's all about just, like, youth and bliss and teen romance. And I just, Lover is, like, the adult version of this. And so, like, I just don't know if I could see it on there. But it's the only one that, like, popped in my head that was, like, maybe. But... I don't think so. I think Fearless is the perfect album for it because of what Fearless like represents as like a whole. For sure. So and there aren't very many songs on Lover that like like yeah, it's full of love songs and whatnot, but I don't think there are very many of them that you could tie back to high school experiences because so many yeah. of them are so mature, like Lover and um um Oh my God. What's the other one? I think he knows Cornelius Street. Those are not Have like. Have we listened to False God lately? Right. The fall, the, none of those That's are not, like yeah, high school love songs. <laughs> um, but I, I totally, I totally get what you mean. I agree. It's interesting though, that you even said lover because a majority of the people, when I ask this question are like, it could go on one of like the previous or the next album kind of thing. So it's like, it could slip on to speak now. It could slip yeah. on to debut, that kind of thing. I feel like maybe I think maybe it could I feel like debut is like almost too like I know that they were like close in time but I feel like if it was go backwards like I don't see it on debut only because like I feel like she maybe hasn't experienced something like that yet even though she she wrote like I guess she doesn't have to experience like everything to be able to write about it because she's so smart like I don't get it um but I feel like you belong with me was like a good step up from like debut um I could see it more on speak now I feel like than I could see on debut because it's always like going forward because I feel like you belong with me has such like the foundation of her writing style as like time went on it's like the basis of everything that came next absolutely instead of like going backward like to debut this song specifically really like 
lots of songs on debut do it too but I feel like this song being one of the first very popular Taylor Swift songs like ever it like for this song to be a popular song especially when it's not like um like there's I feel like there's like not a nice word for it but it's not like we are never ever getting back together you know because that song is it's very general public friendly it's very like the chorus is so catchy and it's only like five words over and over and over again. Whereas like you belong with me's chorus is more than five words. It's lyrically complex and it is still popular. And it sets you up for her songwriting and storytelling ability throughout the rest of her career. So this is such a good song to get hooked on as a local or as a Swift. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Go off Taylor Swift and, and love story too, because you know, that that's, like songwriting excellence, especially when you're 16, 17, writing it by yourself in your bedroom. Insane girl. I like, I don't get how smart she is at all. Like me trying to figure out clues. Uh, -uh. she's too smart for me. (laughs) Too smart. I like, no, I can't do it. (laughs) She is wild. Um, uh, referencing, you know, the songwriting and the lyrical complexity. What is, um, lyric? There's so many lyrics in this song that I love. Like, it's just so, it never leaves my brain. I feel like I'm always like, it's like a background track in my head. Cause like, it's just so fun, but I, I picked out the, the lyric that's I'm the one who makes you laugh when you know you're about to cry. Mm-hmm. Cause like we, that's just like such a, if you think about it, like it, I just, it's such a cute line because mm-hmm. it's like sad. Cause it's like, she's like, I'm the only one who makes you happy. Like you're always crying. I'm making you laugh. Like I make you feel good about it. Like all this stuff. In reality, that, that's what you need in people is someone who can make you laugh when you're like sobbing. Like we need that in our lives. So I just think that's like a good lyric to like, just like think about and be like, who are these people who make me laugh when, you know, I'm sad. It's just like a good lyric to like, li- like put and implement into your life. I don't know. I like it. And it also follows like the, claps obviously like the iconic part (laughs) she's always doing it in like concerts and stuff so I think it's just fun and it's part of the bridge and I don't know it just hits it hits that's that's perfect (laughs) I I love that lyric there's one moment in the music video I I cannot even remember the lyric but it's where she's actually she's sitting on the park bench with the guy and yeah she's like she's at the bench like waiting for the car or whatever Mm -hmm. and she says um it's like isn't this easy and she yeah. does like this thing with her mouth where it moves like so quickly. And that image yeah. is burned in my brain every time <laughs> I think about this song. I'm like, oh my God. Okay, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I own the lyric that like, it's been like popular on TikTok where it's like, you've got a smile that can light up this. That's like become a trend now of like, where like about toxic relationships where yeah. it's like people are like yelling at them and they're like, but you've got a smile that can light this. So I like that line, but it's like, all I think about now is like that trend. TikTok trend. It's always like, TikTok tearing things apart. I know, but that's a really cute line too. Like if we think about it, cause it's like, that's like, for me, like I notice people's smiles like a lot. So it's like such a cute little line where it's like, oh, he's got a smile that can light up the whole town. Like, oh, cute little, little Taylor. It's adorable. And it's just like, yeah. it's like, so, it, you're right. It is so simple, but it's so comforting. I guess yeah. that's probably the word to use. It's just like, yeah, I don't know. makes me, it's like, like the giggle and Hey Steven. They're like yeah, the same thing. Imagine somebody saying like, your smile can light up this whole town. I'm like, oh, 
really me like that would just be so like that's a nice compliment so <laughs> definitely like a cute little line it's so cute so cute um okay so what would you rate this song on a scale from one to 13 thought about this because I was like I don't think I could give it that star 13 because it's still so there are I'm thinking of like the songs in my head that are like 13 in my like eyes Mm -hmm. and you belong with me has such like that nostalgia factor that factors in but it's like I gave it an 11 Ooh. only because I think that if we're thinking about like our whole discography there are better songs that have this like story or like this type of love represented in it like lover as an album has just so many to choose from yeah like I think I think he knows my favorite from lover so like that just in general like I think beats out this song but also lover came out in 2019 this came out in 2009 so it's like 10 years have gone by changed but I think I give it 11 because it's still iconic. Like we can't go past the fact that like this set her apart in many ways. Like, yes, there was love story, but like this was icon, the music video. Like I just, it, it lives on. Like no one will forget the song. And I don't think anyone will forget like the music video. Like people are still like dressing up as that. They're still making those signs. Like, I just think that this song and things that were surrounding this song like are still being implemented mm-hmm. and it, I just can't knock it down because it's too iconic. I can't. Absolutely. <laughs> like, and this is interesting to hear because whenever I ask people what they're, what they rate this song, there's so many different mm-hmm. factors that obviously play and it's all personal preference too. Yeah. So it's like, you know, that kind of thing. This one's different just because, you know, it was a single with a music video and it's so... Mm-hmm iconic like this is like one of you know her first songs that really got big like yeah there's teardrops on my guitar and our song mm-hmm. and love story but like this song specifically did things that none of the other ones did yeah and it's interesting that you're taking into account the music video because I don't think anyone has done that before except for I think like our song where they talked about the roses but mm-hmm. it's interesting that that plays a factor in how much you enjoy the song too and I I, I respect it I just think that like Imagine if the music video like didn't exist, like maybe my ranking or like how I feel about it would change. I just remember watching that video and what's, I don't forget the guy's name in it, but the guy from the Montana movie. Oh my God. Wait, isn't it like, it's like Lucas Till, I think. (gasps) Yes. It's Lucas Till. Yes, yes, yes. He, okay. Hannah Montana, the movie, obviously iconic as well. So like that just, it all just like meshes as like me as a child. So I think like, like you said, nostalgia is just like hard hitting for me. And, um, but like, if you take away the music video, maybe it would change. Obviously, like, I can't really know that because it's ingrained in my head, the music video, but I don't know. I think it just adds spice. It does. Absolutely. I, I agree very much. I think the music video specifically, I think music videos like that and, um, shake it off too. And, we are never ever getting back together. They're both, they're all so iconic and specific. And look yeah. what you made me do too. Like all of those yeah. are just so, so um, they're going to have an impact on how much you enjoy yeah. this too, because there's no way that you haven't watched the music video for all of those songs. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. 
And even like lyrically too, like I think it just was like such an insight into what was to come like for her. Absolutely. So I just think that like stands because like if you look at her, just what she's writing now, like you can still tie everything back to just what she was writing before and where she's pulling that style from and the storytelling aspects. So I don't know. I think it was just such a first good, like hard hitting bop that just taking her to where she is right now absolutely and I just want to mention this because I think it's really funny and it'll probably be funny for the people listening but it's so funny you brought up the Hannah Montana movie because of (laughs) Lucas Till um but I remember for the longest time the first time I heard this saw this music video was with my grandma and she loved this song she was like Mm -hmm. she's like 50 at the times and she was like jamming to it I was like 10 and she was like we were having a conversation and every week she'd watch like the MTV top 10 videos and then come back and tell me what they are. So I knew what they were. And she was like, she was like, I don't know if you know this song by Taylor Swift. It's called you belong to me. And I was like, you belong to me. And she was like, she was like, yeah, you know, you belong to me. And I was like, that's, uh, and then she was like, it's got the, the, the kid from the Hannah Montana movie in it. And I was like, grandma, how do you know all this? Yes, and then grandma. I was, I was like, it's, it's actually, you belong with me. And she was like, like, oh yeah. You belong to me. sounds a little more aggressive. And I, till this day, I think she still yeah. calls it. You belong to me. It's just, it's, that's it's, amazing. It's so interesting. It's, it's, I think it's so cool that that song specifically, cause like moms like it, grandmas like it everyone likes that everybody everybody likes it and like we said earlier everybody's seen the video it was like always on the tv doing the countdowns like top music videos and for a while it was like one of the most watched videos like on youtube yeah so yeah can't unforgettable can never leave my brain (laughs) literally it's like even people who really like i've had friends who just say that they will never listen to taylor Swift ever again and you put you belong with me on at like a party and they're like going for it like, yeah, see, it's like one of those songs that like, even if you're not like a fan of hers, you'll know it and you'll probably know some of the lyrics, whether or not that you like actually learn them, like they're just in your head. Right. They just are. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, those were all of my questions. Is there anything you'd like to add, share, say the floor is yours if you want it? Well, this doesn't have to do with Fearless, but I'm so excited for Red. My favorite, I wanted to mention that my I'm so excited for um I think I might break down when I hear the lucky one re-recorded. Absolutely. I'm gonna fall apart. Literally. And then I also wanted to say I Mirrorball is like one of my favorite songs and it needs more love. That that was my big announcement. (laughs) Honestly, Spill, you're right. I'm it's so it's so interesting, especially like hearing her, you know, re-record those songs. Like there's a song mm-hmm. on each album that is going to be like, like the lucky one specifically is going to be so hard hitting. Long Live is going to be so hard hitting. Long Live is my favorite student speak now. And I honestly don't think I'll be able to get through it without falling apart. Like I remember playing it at the Reputation Stadium toward the mashup. And I looked at my sister and was like, I'm gonna fall right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, please help me. Save me right now. That's crazy. Uh, I actually have one more question because I did not yeah. ask it. Um, what two or three Taylor Swift songs would you give a 13? Oh my goodness. What? I think Long Live would get a 13 for me because I think it has everything that I'm looking like lyrically, sonically, like mm, that song is so good. 
I think I would also give a 13 like oh my god this is such like a I'm thinking in my head like okay what truly what song would I truly give a 13 that's my hot seat question it always sends yeah. everyone into like a uh oh my god like, you're like tossing up all these songs they're like all of her songs are coming into my brain I'm like trying to like sift through them I think I would give oh my god probably Mirrorball like I really love Mirrorball I think it's very underrated I think it touches on like something so important also I'm I love don't blame me from reputation that's like oh. I love that song um I'm very chaotic with yeah all the I was gonna say like. they're very different that's a lot of variety <laughs> in her, they're very different yeah but they're all like my favorite from each album those are like my favorites from those albums and I just I they always put me in a good mood like I don't ever like skip them because there are some songs that I'm just not in the mood for but like these songs I'm like whether or not I'm actually like happy I'll still listen to Mirrorball <laughs> like <laughs> bring on bring it on bring it know? on that's so I I love that you know the, we all have our unskippable songs like the story of us is mine like I can be crying. That's so good. It's, a, it's such a good song. And it was a it's single such... and no one cares. Okay. Let me just tell you something before about that song. Um, me and my sister way back in the day when I was like, I want to say 12. I was in middle school. Me and her made a music video to the story. <laughs> and it features my grandma. Oh, and, she's, and it's so funny because it's like it's so bad like it's so bad you know I thought it was so cool like editing and shit I was like yeah I'm so good like look at this music video and I open to like make it cool because it says like next chapter and it says the end I used a book a pretty little liars hardcover book as like the background to write like next chapter, <laughs> and I would like flip a page over I love that for you. <laughs> it's so embarrassing, but like, never forget. <laughs> Honestly, I I respect that with all of my being. If you have yeah. the energy and the time and the the will to make a music video for the story of us, you have a special place in my heart. So we're best friends now. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> I love that. And if you're ever bored, um, there, there's uh, my boyfriend and I found this video on. It's just mm. b- relevant to people making music videos, but. Kendall and Kylie Jenner have a music video of Better Than Revenge and they are like 13 years old. It's still on YouTube. It's so funny to watch and I highly recommend everyone who's listening to go watch it just because it's hilarious. I'm watching that immediately after this. No (laughs) idea what they're doing, but it's so funny because it's such a random song. Oh my God. Yeah. What? That makes no sense. I'm going to do my best to get Kendall and Kylie for the Better Than Revenge episode. Yeah, that, would, that would be iconic. <laughs> Ask them to remake their Better Than Revenge video. Um, I have to watch that now. I need to look that up after this. It's so funny. Highly recommend. Um, but yeah, those were, that was everything I have. We've made it through the most, one of the most iconic songs on Fearless. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for wanting to do this in general. I, Thanks for having me obviously for sure I appreciate it I'm glad you had fun that that's what matters (laughs) nothing else truly I just really believe that I hope the people who come on have fun and if you don't have fun um I'm sorry (laughs) in the background okay cool um let's sign off with a I 
Hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening because obviously you never have to. So the fact that you made it this far is I'm thoroughly impressed because I have the attention span of a goldfish because all I do is spend all my time on TikTok. So I'm thoroughly impressed if you've made it this far and just thank you so much and wash your hands, stay safe, drink lots of water and have a beautiful rest of your day. Adios.